Welcome into Success by Design, a business podcast on the WHIN Podcast Network. Now, here is the founder and CEO of Navarro Creative Group, Wendy Navarro. Welcome back into Success by Design. This is Wendy Navarro, your host for today and every day's podcast, where you can find us on winradio.com, winradio on Apple Podcast and SoundCloud, and navarrocreativegroup.com. So today I am thrilled to have with me um, a wonderful woman who I met for, through a, a mutual friend of ours at a movie premiere opening for a movie that she wrote the soundtrack, the the lead soundtrack song, right? The theme song, yeah. The theme song, thank you. And uh, it is just fantastic, and we'll get into, I'm going to tease you all because I'm going to let you know what that was. But right now, I want to introduce Jenny Slate Lee. Hello. Hello. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much for having me on today. I'm a big fan of your podcast. Thank you so much, and I'm a big fan of yours. I just think that you're tremendous and just a wonderful person and just so incredibly talented. Thank you. And uh, your music is just uplifting and inspirational and really touches the heart. And I, I just wish every bit of success to you oh through goodness. everything. Can I just take you with me everywhere? Yeah. <laughs> put, me put you pocket. in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Aww. Yeah. So, Jenny, I have been, of course, reading about your bio and how long you've been in the industry. And you come from a family that has been in the industry, music industry for a production specifically, right? Yes. For yes. a long time. Yes. Tell us about that and sure. tell us about your journey to where you are. Sure. So, well, music Music has been a part of my life um, since I can remember. Uh, my earliest memory would be like plunking piano keys in my grandmother's <laughs> piano right here in Hendersonville. Ah, very great. <laughs> and eventually that piano made its way to our house as a gift. Oh. And uh, yeah, I taught myself to play the piano by ear. Did you really? I did. I was obsessed with movie soundtracks. I've always been a visual person and I love how music kind of pairs and can take a speech or take a scene or a conversation between two people and just elevate it to a whole nother space. Completely. Yeah. I, I, I tell my children and my husband that all the time. If you took the music out of this, would you feel, feel the as, same way? Yes. Exactly. So um, I whatever CDs I could get my hands on, uh, Jurassic Park comes to mind. But I would, <laughs> I would literally t- teach myself all the notes and then I would perform it for my parents at the end of the week. And what? So you'd learn it in a week? Yeah, yeah, it's usually about a week. Wow. Yep. And That's so amazing. they're like, all right. Yeah, I think they were trying to protect me from music. <laughs> like, oh, we really hope she doesn't choose music. But yeah, so um, from there, they got me some piano teachers. And unfortunately, a lot of them quit me because it's really hard to take those 10 steps back to read the notes when I knew I could get the end result, you know, much quicker by just listening uh, through my ear. And so we finally found a teacher that, that understood my gifting and he taught me the Nashville number system Ah. and that changed everything for me. So, so that's a a system that's not a commonly taught system. It is here in Nashville. It's actually more widely common now. I mean, I've seen it in LA as well. So, but, um, just learning chords and learning the numbers, it's a number system. Um, yeah. So Ah. there's more freedom for you as a musician within the chords, basically. Which, of course, is so important for creatives, right? Absolutely. Because minds are so different. And, and I think that music 
is uh, is just a creative language. Yes. It's another language. And that I we're needed speaking. a tool to be able to write it down. Yes. So it just changed everything for me. And then, of course, being a kid running up and down the publishing company, um, you know, any given day there were just amazing co-writes happening and peeking in and listening and laughing. And, um, and then the studio, um, the sound shop down in Nashville. I don't know if you remember the sound shop. It's I, I no don't longer. think I was here at the time. No. Oh, well, that was my, probably my favorite childhood place. Oh, wow. Um, probably at the time because they had atomic fireballs in the green room. Oh. <laughs> Which are the best, yes, I get that. The best candy ever when you're a kid. But no, no, just watching a song um, be crafted and come alive and listening to the language of the producers and the engineers and... It was magical, absolutely magical. So, yeah, what that's when is, I fell in love with it for sure. So, who is one of the best? Who, what is one of the best memories of you listening to or interacting with someone before you actually got your big break? And uh, then we'll go into that. Yeah. Well, I mean, hands down, I'd have to say Joe Diffie. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. Best vocalist I've oh, ever wow. heard. Still, I would still say that now. I mean, just oh, that's amazing. The heart and emotion, and um, uh, for ships that don't come in, just as a little tiny kid, and watching the audience respond to him. I mean, people would be on their feet and just sobbing. Grown men, and I remember as a little kid, like, wow, music wow. impacts people. Like, they're having, a, they're they're healing through this song. You just don't forget that. So, That's incredible. What that, a beautiful experience to have. Oh, yeah. That really is. So then once you uh, were kind of set out on your own, because you went out on your own really early, 17, 18 years I old. I did, yeah. So, and that's, I mean, for 17, 18 years old, I was still in high school at the time. And I don't know if I would have done what you had done. But, you know, I know that there was that passion and that drive. And, and how did the opportunity come about for you to do that? Sure, yeah. So I actually was the shy, awkward, introverted kid. Really? But the stage was a safe place. So I hear I, that a lot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, I, my poor parents would come home from work, you know, exhausted. And I'd be like, can you take me to an audition? Can you drive me to an audition? Wow. And so I would just look these up and find them. And I had music teachers that influenced me and really poured into me and encouraged me. Um, so I was cast in my first professional show in high school at the Tennessee Performing Arts Center. And from there, I just started auditioning more. And yeah, I was cast in a show with Steve Gatlin in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Oh my gosh. So I had to weigh up. I had a scholarship to Berkeley and Boston, a music scholarship. And then I also had to give up my senior prom. But I thought it was worth it. And my parents agreed. They thought I was mature enough to move out on my own. And Fabulous. Yeah, so... So your parents really always supported you on this journey. They did, but they let me do it for myself. Okay. They really never, you know... Right. They they never pushed me at all. One I, way or the other. One way if or the it other. was going to happen, it was going to be because you made it happen. Exactly. Okay, exactly. which is great because it's I a think gift. That's, looking back now, for sure. Absolutely, oh, yeah. because if a parent is that pushy parent trying to really get their child out there and in front and doesn't have the doesn't help them to learn and to grow on their own, you might not know if it's really what yeah. you want. Like, what is your passion? Yeah, yeah, and then you don't learn how to do it. Yeah. Right. Because yep. no's become the de <laughs> the deterrent to you getting somewhere. Yeah. So on this journey, I know there had to have been no's. Probably oh. more no's than yeses. Oh, yeah. It's such a hard industry. <laughs> it is. It's a, and it's an incredibly tough industry. Yeah. So how do you get past those no's? How do you, you know, like just pull up the bootstraps and say, you know what? I'm just going to keep forging forward. How is it that you do that? Because I know as an entrepreneur, you know, we hear no all the time. Yeah. And uh, you just, you 
I know what I do, but tell me how you do it in the music industry. Yeah, that's such a fantastic question. Um, rejection <laughs> uh, is something that I think not, I mean, we're all touched by that in mm-hmm. one way or another, but especially in the entertainment um, industry. And you just, you you have to learn not to take it personally. Mm-hmm. And I think as a songwriter, that's helped me because in crafting a song and having a vision for it, you, you see what you want and it really isn't about... Um, it's not anything personal. It's that you want the best outcome for what it is that you've created. So I started looking at it through the director's eyes, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm not the right fit for what they're creating. And that's okay. It's not a personal thing. It's just wow. I don't fit the vision. And so that really helped me reframe it um, and stand up again and try again. And, yeah, every failure failure is leading you to your success. What an awesome way to think about that because if you don't, take something personally if you don't uh feel like it's all about you you're able to move past a lot of what you're saying and i think that is just so, it was so mature at a young age to be able to think that way too did somebody teach you that or is it you think that was something mm. that was within you i don't know that's a really good question i don't know that i have a great answer for that i think that's just something i've learned along the way i mean obviously yeah. i've definitely have had teary-eyed moments sure and, you know i'm not yeah. gonna say i haven't been hurt but um yeah, I think that's just something I've come to the conclusion of over time, and it's, brilliant. it's helped. Yeah. It's brilliant. It really is a great way to think of uh, to mm. think of it, and to know too that sometimes those no's lead to an even bigger, wonderful yes. Absolutely, and then you know, always live in the line of preparation. Mm-hmm. When it crosses the line of opportunity, that's when you find you know the fireworks go off. Yes. So, not giving up and to keep going and just keep getting better. Like without those no's, I wouldn't have you know. I wouldn't have honed in on my craft and and got better. <laughs> Absolutely. And so from from your journey at that younger age, tell me about that first time when you thought, you know what? This is happening. This is truly happening to me. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Uh I've had a lot of those little moments. Fantastic. One of them, I've got a few I'd love to share with you. So one of them would be um I used to do cruise ships. And it was just a great way to travel the world and, yeah. and sing. And uh, at the time, I was doing um, production shows for a company based out of Nashville. And they gave me the opportunity with my second contract to have my own guest entertainment show. And so that, I, I used to sneak down into the orchestra pit and write, you know, whenever I had a free moment. And that gave me the opportunity to share original music in front of a live audience wow. for the first time. Because I was always singing somebody else's music or right. doing another show. And so, yeah, that was one moment I'll never forget when you, the first time an an audience really connects with something that you've written, that you're authentically singing, that's vulnerable and... Yeah. And, and is yours. And is that's yours. really yours. Yeah. So where does that inspiration come from? Because honestly, like I love creatives who they write and their story comes across so beautifully on paper and it really, you get drawn in and that's the sign of a great writer and somebody who can really share their message. So what what creates the inspiration for you? When do those moments come? Mm, that's a great question too. So for me, I have to remain really disciplined and make myself sit in the chair every mm-hmm. day. Um, and you've, you know, probably for every great song that I write, there's 50 that you're never going to hear that got trashed. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that takes a lot of work and a lot of work that 
might not necessarily ever pay off. I think that's the hardest part about being a songwriter. Um, but the discipline does pay off if you stick at it. Wonderful. So there's a great book called The War of Art, and I believe the author is Stephen Pressfield, and he, he talks about that resistance for a creative, no matter what it is that you're creating, you know, whether song, book, or a tangible product. Right. Um, but in order to get there, you do have to make yourself go through the process every day, you know, and then make sure that you're taking care of yourself, like mm-hmm. meditating, um, being inspired, seeing whatever it is that inspires you, reading lots of books or articles or, um, you know, taking a walk in nature or listening to great music, whatever it is that gets your juices flowing. But but also to remember to still your mind and not write for anybody else, but to write for yourself and then to speak from wherever it is. You know, you're I am where I am right now. And yeah, the and authentic world around you and what is happening exactly. to you at this moment. And in it time. may feel like, oh, nobody wants to hear about this. Yeah. But no, there's somebody living in that exact same space. So if you can be open and share, you might help encourage somebody else through it. That's amazing. Do you find that you have a particular space that you are most um, creative in? Yes. I mean, right now it would be my home studio. We just built a home studio this year. Fantastic. So Congratulations. My, thank that must you. be incredible. It's my favorite space, definitely. <laughs> but before then, it would, it, you know, it's been different places. You know, back in the cruise ship days, it was the orchestra pit uh, at my church and my sanctuary. The door was always open, and you would have find you you would find me at that piano all hours of the day and night, <laughs> that grand piano. So you just make that space wherever it is and, mm-hmm. and just make sure that you're getting to it as often as you can. As often as you can. Mm. And is there a point when you're writing or when you're, you know, playing on the piano? Because I would assume that, you know, a lot of times it's trial and error. You know what you want. You have the, the song in your head, right? Yes. It's in your mind's eye. Yeah. So is there a point or what point takes you from the mind to the fingers to the writing to know that this is it? Yeah. So for me, I'm, I, the melody always comes first. I have to work twice as hard at lyrics. Um, um, so when I, when I set up co-writes, I love to write with great lyricists because uh-huh. things just happen 10 times faster for wow. us. But um, great piece of advice for upcoming songwriters is to learn a DAW because, and that would be a digital audio workspace like your Logic Pro or your Pro Tools or there's so many Ableton, there's so many um, available to people now and they're not that expensive these days. But it helps you to hear those huge productions in your head to -hmm. to get them out where you can start the creative process a little bit quicker or help those that you're co-creating with Mm -hmm. uh, to hear your vision more than I can convey on just the piano keys, if that makes sense. It does make sense yeah. because you have all these wonderful tools that will allow you yeah. to get that out exactly. and, and to create it. And then you challenge yourself to write things you never thought you'd write. Oh, how exciting <laughs> is that? And your space right now with music is your contemporary Christian music. Yes. And it's amazing. But you've done everything. Yeah. You've done, you know, pop and you were, okay, here's something we're going to take you way back. Uh Right. (laughs) So we have, uh, you know, all these amazing music programs. Now these, the voice American Idol, you were on Star Search, Search, (laughs) right with Arsenio Hall. Yes, So for all of you who remember, hello, holla, right? (laughs) Arsenio Hall in Star Search. And you were one of the only contestants to ever receive a perfect score yes that's phenomenal (laughs) how old were you at that time um 23 23 yep and that was you know I'm not going to say how many years ago it was guys (laughs) because you know we're just not going to give that away (laughs) but 
Um, now we have these amazing launch pads yeah. for our m- young musicians. So knowing that, what would you say to the the people who are out there right now who are really striving to be in a position where you are now? I mean, you have, and we're going to talk a little bit about, well, we're going to talk more actually about your success with your last um, song, your hit song, yeah. and everyone who has recorded that song. But what would you say to those artists, those young artists who are really hungry and striving and working hard, who are, you know, auditioning for these shows? What do you say to them? Mm, don't stop. <laughs> Love it. Um, yeah, I mean, Star Search was a great opportunity, and it was well before, like, Instagram and, yeah. and you know, social media followings. Um, but it 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 gave me opportunities that I wouldn't have had. I, I had meetings with labels. I was talking to a lot of different record labels and um, everyone had an opinion on how I should sing and what I should sing and what I should wear. And that eventually led me to audition for another reality TV show before I signed anything. Um, and I was in kind of that in, uh, in between time of deciding, well, what, which way is the right way? I don't know mm. um, who to go with. And NSAI had um, offered up another opportunity for a pilot with CBS, um, and it was specifically for songwriters. So I jumped at the opportunity. I wow. loved it. And um, ended up that we would sit in front of CEOs of huge corporations that you would know, um, products that you and I both use. Wow. And we would hear what it is that they were wanting to do for that um, season and their new products. They would tell us where they were going as a company. And we would take that, all that information, and we would have a few hours to write a song, write oh a jingle, gosh. write something for them. And then we had access to the best studios in LA and we got to produce these huge tracks and then take the tracks and sing live to them back in front of the CEO and in front of a live audience. And then they would choose which song they wanted for their company. Wow. And so weeks of this and meeting different um, businesses and writing all these different songs taught me so much. You meet so many different people and you learn how fast things work. And It would just, really challenge you. It was very challenging. And when I came back from that, I was under contract. I couldn't sign anything Mm -hmm. for, I think it was like 15 months. So I decided just to take an entire break from the industry, full stop. Wow. And uh, that's when we were blessed with our little girl. And then uh, 26 months later, our little boy. (laughs) And in that break, I found myself um, coming back to the writing chair and singing. But this time it was different. Mm. It wasn't for another product or for a business or for a label or for a producer or for anybody else. It was just for me. Mm. And that is when all of my best music started to come. That's when all the things that I had learned, all those years of touring and and meeting other co-writers and and taking this from them and that from them and just being a sponge and soaking it all up and learning how everything works and that there's always going to be somebody to tell you how to do something or what they think you should do you have to take that with a grain of salt and really um, think about who you are and know yourself, really know yourself and find your, everybody has an authentic voice and sometimes it just gets hidden or everything's too loud and you can't really hear it. So when you slow down or take the break, that's when it comes and everything that you've learned comes full circle. And when that happened, you started your journey into 
where you are now. Yes, I discovered a whole genre of music that I didn't even know existed, and that was contemporary Christian music and worship music. And which um, I think a lot of times people don't realize that um, that contemporary worship music or the contemporary Christian music, um, it's out there and people aren't even realizing that they're listening to that. Yes. Because it blends so beautifully with a lot of what people hear now. And we're going to talk about your uh, your song beautifully broken to the title (laughs) sound of the soundtrack of this new movie of the same name and uh, that movie is powerful yes i literally had all of my family sit down and watch it last year for christmas because i thought that the messaging was so beautiful and impactful and something that we realize that we don't realize um can happen in life yeah that's it's far beyond what anyone could ever plan or imagine and the song has been recorded by four artists in addition to yourself grammy award winning artists yes yes who are those artists and what is the song sure so the song is called beautifully broken and um i co-wrote it with plum Mm -hmm. and it became um it's funny how it evolved so uh, at the beginning stages of the song um, I was leading worship for an event here in Sumner County where we were screening a documentary uh, about this film. It was way before oh, it was wow. a film. It was a documentary. And the families um, would get together and uh, they would do interviews and talk to people. And it was just really beautiful. They were sharing their testimony and their true story. And so <laughs> it was a rainy night here in Sumner County and we were leading worship and I had just finished writing the beginning stages of the song and decided that night that we should share it for the congregation. I thought it might fit with, we didn't know what the documentary was going to be about, but I just had this feeling that it would connect. Um, We had a little bit of knowledge of, you know, what, what they were going to talk about. And so, um, yeah, so shared this song and afterwards my pastor called me and he's like, you're not going to believe this, but the families that were there, they just loved your song. Like it really touched them. And they'd love to talk to you because it sounds like they're going to make this into a big feature film movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> Wait a minute. This is a documentary. Sure? Nobody's yeah. going to see it because it's going to be on cable. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, sure enough, I met with the families, and they're just amazing people, like wow. really amazing people. And um, they got me in touch with the directors and the producers that they were talking with and um, working on the script with. And it was a slow process, but eventually the song made its way to Plum, and she put her magic on there, and um, we collabed, and, and she really made it her own. She's such a great artist in her oh, own yeah. right. And so she was the first to sign on, and she ended up naming her um, album and her tour Beautifully Broken. Oh, how, so that how was all exciting. Were you so, just like on cloud nine? Totally cloud nine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just love her. Yeah. And then John Barry signed on to sing the song, and I just love him so much. I mean, he's, he is one of the most talented people I know in town. Wow. Oh, yeah. Wow. And... I mean, just heart of gold. Right. Heart of gold. And he really conveyed the emotion of the song. And I think that's what connected for his audience. Mm -hmm. And he ended up back on the charts after 22 years. Oh, my gosh. So proud of him. Wow. Yeah, he's just doing it. He's doing amazing things right now. So so he ended up back on the chart with with With, Beautifully Broken. With Beautifully Broken. Yeah. That is amazing. So I just, I feel so grateful to get to be a part of his musical journey. Yes. yeah, big things for him. And then Emily Hahn from the film ended up cutting it in Spanish. She did oh. a pop 
uh, version of it. She is the voice of Bonnie in Toy Story. Really? Yeah, and then she also played the little girl in the film and just did an incredible job. Yeah. She's talent through and through. Wow. And then Miss Cece Winans, gospel music legend. She also cut a version of the song. So it so. really has gotten cut by so many amazing artists in different ways, though, because each of them yes. sing it to their own style. Yes. Even though you wrote it one way and <laughs> they take it and they stylize it. Absolutely. They made it their own. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that, I mean, as a songwriter, that's just a dream come true when, when an artist can connect. Right. Yeah. And make it their own. So when you're, when you are working with other songwriters and artists and lyricists and how, who else is involved in this process? Because honestly, I think a lot of people think like, I know me, I, I know nothing about the music industry as far as how <laughs> it works. I just know the end products and what I like. Yeah. So how does it work? What is the process that you have to go through to get something from out of your head <laughs> and onto paper and then recorded and then published? How does that work? Yeah, well, I wish I could say that there's one formula, but there is really no like corporate ladder for songwriters mm. to climb. Um, and the music industry is so fascinating right now because everyone's scrambling to figure it out because the formula that did work, you know, 10, 20 years ago does not work right now. Uh, <laughs> wow. Um, so there, I mean, there are traditional things that will always stay. Sure. But um yeah, usually you will take a song and you will you will do what we call a demo. Okay. And, you know, the budgets are wide for that. Some people really want to have the entire big production so that who they're pitching it to, the artist that they're pitching it to will really catch the vision. Um, and then there are other huge songs that have been cut by artists that were really just the songwriter pl plugging, you know, plucking their guitar or, or playing the piano mm -hmm. and very raw, mm -hmm. very raw. So there's a wide space there for how that happens. Um, and then usually you have a publishing company or a publisher or an, an administrator that will um, be pitching songs on your behalf to other artists. Mm -hmm. um, but again, in this day of digital, there's a lot of songs that get discovered on YouTube or, you know, on Facebook, social media, and world, social right? media, exactly. Yeah. So um, all the traditional routes, they, though they do still exist, there's so many more opportunities for people to get their music heard. So it's an exciting time. Yeah. A very exciting time yeah. to be and in the music industry. That kind of reminds me, you know, like with that, you know, we think about, you know, is it Justin Bieber, right? Who yes. was found, he was, YouTube, he was yep. found mm -hmm. on YouTube, mm -hmm. right? And I know that there are so many incredible artists who um, haven't been discovered yet that they have their channels and YouTube and social media helps them out so much. Do you find that that producers and uh, other people who are in the music industry, those decision makers, mm -hmm. are looking for that on YouTube? Are they actually scouring the internet? <laughs> yes, I, I do think there are. So we would call that A&R. Okay. Um, or there's different, there's different types of um, jobs within a, a big record label mm -hmm. um, that would be scouting and looking for that. And though I w I'd like to say that it's just based on talent, but that's really not the case these days. Um, it is a lot about your following. Mm -hmm. um, they kind of want something that's a well-oiled machine already. Mm -hmm. um, They're not starting from Gone are the days of developing zero. a signature artist. Mm. I don't know that we'll see those days again. Maybe. I could be wrong. But right now, because it's such a saturated market, um, for record labels, and, and people are really able to do a lot of these things on their own. There's distribution companies that you can sign up with, and wow. if you market yourself correctly, 
it's, again, an exciting time for an independent artist, but they do have to work hard to build that platform before mm-hmm. they garner the attention of a major of a major label. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, there's always, you know, exceptions to the rule. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> and that's where, you know, like in marketing, in my industry with marketing, um, we hear a lot about influencers, mm-hmm. right? Influencers who are helping brands get noticed, who are helping people get noticed. Um, and that's probably something that I would assume maybe some artists are even doing, songwriters, artists are doing themselves to get their songs out there and Absolutely. to get Absolutely. Collaborating. We're gonna, you're going to see a lot more of that. And in fact, we're in, a, in an interesting time where genres are starting to fade. Mm-hmm. No longer do we need to collect that. We needed genres for for the data and to be able to get the product to their consumer, to your yeah. listener. But um, and that was with your traditional radio stations. But with digital streaming, you don't really need that anymore. We have playlists. Mm-hmm. So curators, curators who create these playlists have become the new DJs, really, of our era. Yeah. And so you send your music to them and say, hey, would you add this to your playlist? And, and if you- it fits, you know, their playlists or like, you know, uh, there's so many different kinds, but maybe a, a cup of coffee. Uh-huh. Well, any kind of genre of music can fit that mold. And so, wow. yeah, so you'll get all different kinds of, you know. So there's so many more opportunities for people to get played. Absolutely. That's yeah. incredible. And we're hearing such great music now like, yeah. that you can't really define. Is it pop? Is it country? Is it, what is it? It just yeah. crosses those lines it and doesn't those boundaries. Matter. It's you a good know, song. <laughs> I noticed that. So in CMAs just happened, right? In yeah. Nashville, huge, right? Did you get to go? I didn't get to go this oh, year, no. One of these years I'm going to go. I told my husband we're going to have to get tickets early somehow. It's a lot of fun. I've never been, I've never been to an award show like that Oh, you all. have? have to go. I, I yes. do. I need to figure this out. So if anybody knows anybody, let us know. <laughs> um, anyway, um, but what I mean is that, you know, even at the CMA Awards, like the music at the, it's not, it's not like a typical country music like you think about, right? It's, it's kind of crosses the boundaries back and forth and just in and out and weaves its way through. So if you're a country lover, you'll love it. If you're a pop lover, you'll love it. If you're somebody who likes adult contemporary, you're going to love it. Yep. It just really, it weaves in and out. Yeah, uh, it's very true. I mean, wh- where one time we had one definition of a sound of country music, yeah. I feel like there's 10 genres within country music yeah. now, you know, absolutely spanning from, you know, traditional and bluegrass all the way to what we'd call pop country, you know, Wow. and Every every song has a place. It all it all fits. Right. So it's and interesting. There's a, and there's people for each of those genres. Absolutely. And messages. The messages sometimes, even if it's not a music that you would normal a type of music that you would normally listen to, if the messaging is what touches you, yes, that's where it's going to attract that. That's the sign of a great song. Yeah, yeah. I love that. <laughs> I love when that. you connect. How wonderful <laughs> to be able to have a quote unquote job where you can touch so many people. What has been, give me a, a, an example of something, someone that you remember who has reached out to you where your music has touched them. And there's got to be a million ways. I don't know <laughs> if you can think of one. Oh my gosh. I mean, I don't know if I can think of a specific one. <laughs> That's a great question. I mean, I get messages all the time and it's it's kind of surreal. Yeah. Um, and, and once you've, um, put your song out there it's almost like it, it detached from me and I'm like oh did I write that did wow. I experience you know it's it's really interesting on this end of things once you've something that you've poured so much into um, and then to let it go and then to see how it affects others it's That's really so powerful it, it really is um, but I've had people you know cry and hug me and tell me that 
they they had an encounter wow a, um, an encounter with god through my through my music and to me i mean i could just stop right now i could that that i don't have to write anymore like that was it that that's was it. that's all that i hope for is to help somebody else wow. know that they're not alone know that they're loved and yeah that is just incredibly powerful and and I think that um, they know that they can reach out to you, though. I mean, you're so accessible. You <laughs> I, really I hope to be. I'm, I'm trying. Yeah. Yeah, you're really accessible. I mean, you're on Facebook. You have a YouTube channel. You have all the social media, but you respond to messages. And I you love respond. my village. I, it takes a village yeah. to make music, and I have the best village ever. They really are so supportive and. Yeah, and I love receiving emails and, and people want to know how things work. And I just, you know, I love sharing with them just how the process of writing songs. And a lot of times they don't they don't get to be that, you know, that close to someone who is so accessible and so successful. Because, I mean, honestly, you guys, I hope you all understand how successful um, Jenny is in her industry. It's just incredible that she is so, that you are so accessible well, and that so you kind. don't hide away and you don't think, you know, no, I'm, I'm bigger than this now. <laughs> you know, you're just human. Yes, very really much human. <laughs> and it's, it's wonderful. And I, I appreciate you. it because I know when I reached out to you, you wouldn't have known me from Eve, you know, if we you know, didn't have that interaction. But when I reached out and asked Jenny to be on the the podcast, she was so warm and so just excited to be here. And Absolutely. I appreciate that. But it just shows your humanity. And I really do appreciate thank that. Thank you. So you're, you're so warm. sweet. And I love what you're doing well, for our community. You. I just, uh, I'm proud of you. <laughs> thank you so much. It's, <laughs> so it's been a blast and just being able to talk to people like you. Yeah, I love how you're defining success too, because... I think a lot of us have like a flawed voice that tells us that the more we do, the more we're worth. Mm, and that's yeah. just not true. Right. You know, we define success for ourselves Absolutely. and it's it's balance, right? Yes. You know, if, if you're working hard at something that you love and you're passionate about and it's serving someone else yes. and you still have balance and you're present with your family and, you know, your yes. personal growth, then that's success. It I mean, no, truly is. no amount of lists of you know, credentials doesn't really matter. Those will fade away. But right. it's the people that you're around and present with. And and how you can touch other people's lives. It, it's, it's amazing. I think that's what, so that actually brings me to my next question. What drives you? Is that what drives you? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, you know, in that time, in that season of taking a break and serving um, my church and um, discovering worship and what it was to what it is to be a worship leader mm -hmm. um to be a vessel and to get out of my way and to get out of my own way rather and let god uh work through me mm -hmm. oh I, I just that's my that's what that's what gets me going and when you see somebody connect with a song um and it and it just gives them an aha moment mm -hmm. or maybe it makes them feel something that they weren't allowing themselves to feel uh music's healing in that way and it's mm -hmm. done that for me too I, there's so many songs that i've played on repeat before because i needed a good cry or wow. i needed to process something that you know maybe i wasn't slowing down enough yeah. or letting myself do so music's a great uh, way for our busy society our busyness you know especially as a mom i'm running here there and everywhere it's Absolutely. crazy season i feel like i'm a taxi driver right <laughs> what are they seven and eight he, uh, he just turned eight and she's she's 10 now. oh my gosh oh my gosh <laughs> yeah and so um 
yeah, it's just it, 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 to offer someone a gift of three minutes and whatever, three minutes and 15 seconds of reflection. Yeah. That's, you know, it's yeah. a service industry. I'm providing a service. And yeah, it's be- again, because I love my village That's... and I love music. I love it. <laughs> yeah. And there's no better success than to do something that you love. Like the saying goes, if you are doing something that you love, you'll never work a day in your life. Absolutely. Right? That's and totally you it. you can do that and you can, and you can support your family at doing what you love. Um, it's, more than anyone could ever dream. Absolutely. And, uh, it's fantastic. I, I love that. So mm. let me ask you another question. So what is the most common reason that people fail or give up in the music industry? Hmm. Probably. That, that's a great question, too. Um, I think there is this notion that, you know, you sign a record deal and that's it. You're a big star overnight. Mm -hmm. Boom. Mm -hmm. And that's just not how things work at all. And so I think a lot of people might come to town with big hopes and dreams and they get disheartened at how, how much work there is behind it all the, Mm -hmm. behind all the overnight successes that you read about was probably 10 to 15 years of grit. Uh, I mean, just never giving up and keep going. Um, And so that's probably the number one thing that, yeah, disheartens people. But um, again, I think it's also coming up with your own definition of success. So music is tough. You know, these days, we all know this as struggling songwriters. We've got people fighting on our behalf for the um, Music Modernization Act um, in mm-hmm. Washington, and great things are happening. Right. But we really have to think outside of the box as creatives. We're not going to make our money solely on the music. Mm-hmm. Music is more of the way for us to find our consumer, our listener, and engage with them and start a relationship with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have to think outside of the box on how to monetize that relationship to yes. keep going. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, most artists are making their money on touring or the music merch. Mm-hmm. Um you know, sometimes we feel like we're more of a t-shirt company than we are a musician. But Did you find that on JennySlately.com? <laughs> yes, yes. Actually, just launched today. My official music store just launched today. Um, but yeah, so no, I think it's just getting creative on, on how to do that. And of course, with the music, there are sync film and TV licensing opportunities. But really, we're kind of giving our music away mm-hmm. these days. And so we we have to look at how to... How to be able to keep going. How can we build that platform and... To continue to do what you love. Exactly. And I tell business owners this all the time. You know, so many business owners are afraid to ask really what they're worth or to ask what, uh, you know, what the product really should be valued at. Yeah. And so instead of charging what it's worth, they undervalue themselves and their product or their services. And, And I always remind those individuals if you aren't making money how are you going to continue to sustain yeah to do what you love to do it's, you're not it's very tough with the music world and and you know a lot of um songwriters and i've been frustrated i've been on that frustrated mm-hmm. in but we either can remain frustrated you know that mm-hmm. people are willing to pay more money for a cup of coffee than they are for a song yes that took thousands of dollars to make and you know hours and, and hours. hours and hours and hours of hard work yeah. Or, again, we can get creative and yeah. think, all right, well, how else can I monitor? There's so many ways that, have been, that haven't been tapped into you know, yet. And, yeah. and digital phase is so new still. So 
we're going to see big things from Fantastic. the music industry. It's just going to look different. Yeah. And so it's those But you're keeping up thinking. with it. I'm you're trying. keeping up with it. I'm I love fascinated that. by it all. Right? So, it's, yeah. it's just, it, you have to keep up with it. You have to invest in your time and your knowledge. Yes. And, and remember, as an artist, you are a brand. And it's really mm-hmm. hard for musicians to think of themselves mm-hmm. that way. But yeah. You are the brand. Mm-hmm. It's more than your music. Right. So, you're selling yeah. yourself. You're selling. People need to know who you are, what you're about, and everything that you can offer in order for exactly. them to feel like they can connect with you. Exactly. And you don't have to be perfect. Yeah. In fact, I think consumers these days, we want don't real, want right? I don't want perfection. Yeah. I don't want the you know pretty bow tied up packaged. No. I want someone that's going to be real and raw and authentic. Yes, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> and, and so when... You now you're you know we're, let's talk about about the business of what you're doing. So tell us what's in your future right now. What are you working on? Yay! So a lot of exciting things coming up. So I'm um, instead of doing the traditional album route, I've been slowly releasing singles, and so. I've been loving those. Oh, I'm eating them up. Thank so. you. <laughs> so just got started. I launched in October with Here I Am Lord, and then this past week we released Steadfast Love, mm-hmm. which is a worship song, pop worship song um, and then the new year we've got three songs lined up coming out at wow. different times but um, really working hard on visual content I love again it takes me back to my childhood yes. what we were talking about like how music makes a um, scene or a, a talk really mm-hmm. just elevates it to another space so I'm I'm looking at um, more music videos that do that that tell a story, that take you somewhere. And my music's more of the just the guide to help that along. Mm-hmm. And then I'm writing a devotional right now. Mm-hmm. So going to have some oh, positive wow. content coming out next year, just sharing my heart and some of the hard roads that I've been walking lately and see if that might resonate with somebody else out there. Which so. I'm sure it will. There's always, we're always looking for, I mean, if you go to Barnes & Noble and you see what's <laughs> out there, you're going to see a, a slew of those inspirational stories and books and they're always there and they've been there for years. But I think that in today's day and age, because we are such a fast moving world and things are changing so rapidly and everything from, you know, how do you, how do I parent, you know, cause I have children who are age range 25 to 14. And, you know, we were just talking to my husband and how do I parent my 14 year old? It's so different it's so than different. I parented my 25 year old. And, uh, you know, but just the, the inspiration Somebody t- knowing that somebody is on this journey with me yeah. and I'm not alone is so valuable. So valuable. Yeah. yeah. And so those de- that devotional, can't wait for that to come out. That's going to be you. wonderful. And I'm going to partner that with music. So I'm really excited <sighs> about course, that. I think that <laughs> everything that you do will have music to it. Yeah, there's no right? doubt. Right. There's, there's no doubt. You're, you're just <laughs> that person. Yeah, that's who you are. And your music just really resonates and is just so beautiful. So where can people find more about you, find your music, um, just uh, find your your <laughs> e-commerce? Where is all that at? Thank you. Yes. Um, so uh, www.jennyslatelee.com. Come join my community. Uh, we have a lot of fun. And my email is jenny at jennyslatelee.com. And I love chatting with um, anybody that wants to wants to chat. And then Facebook is Jenny Slatelee Music. And Instagram is Jenny Slatelee. Um, and I'm on YouTube and Twitter. I'm on all the socials. You're on everywhere. All the things, You're everywhere. All the things. And then, of course, you know, music is streaming anywhere that you listen to music, that you love to listen to music. So Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, all of them. Deezer. I don't know. 
Oh, I don't think I've heard of that one. There's so many now. I mean, wow. I, I'm not kidding. There's like, when we get the list for the distribution, there's like 60, <laughs> 60 different places. I'm like, I ne- didn't even know half of these existed. Is there not a button I could just push? And just, <laughs> no. just push it out to yeah, everyone. Yeah, just, just one, <laughs> all one. Yeah. Right. So before we close, is there any way that you can sing a little something for us? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm going to put you on the spot. <laughs> Well, what would you like me to sing? Let's I sing. want you to sing, if you if you would, I would love for you to sing a little something from Beautifully Broken. And I want to encourage everyone to, to rent it um, and watch it with your families because I really think that the messaging, just the power of what happened in this movie, and it's real, it's not fictional, it's real, is going to blow you away. Oh, thank you. And you know, they're they're having an exciting time because it just released uh, for a second time in movie theaters in Australia and in New Zealand. Wow. So it's having a... A, a re-release. Yeah. A re- well, it, it's the first <laughs> time for that side of the globe. But that's yeah. amazing. Oh, well, that's... Okay, I'll yeah. sing it for you. Yeah, thank you. Every tear, every doubt, every time you're falling down, when you're hurting, feeling shame, when you're numbing all your pain, when you think you lost your way, and you feel so far away, you're not, you're beautifully broken, and you can be whole again, even a million scars doesn't change who you are, you're worthy. Oh, you're beautifully broken. Oh, you're <laughs> That was so wonderful. Zach, Zach's over here clapping along with us. <laughs> That was so beautiful. Thank Thank you you. very much. And again, um, I want to encourage everyone to follow Jenny on her social media. Message her if you have questions. She's just so warm and open and inviting. And I I would love for other people to just get to know you and know more about who you are. Um, And if this has helped at all, I am going to be so very pleased. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much. Thank you. You are amazing. And thank you for empowering our, our leaders here in town and all of our local businesses. Businesses. Oh, you goodness. are doing amazing things and yeah. I appreciate it Thank favor you. all it's, over you <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> I appreciate that and it's really my pleasure it's um, again it's one of those things that I feel very blessed and honored to be able to do um, and to uh, again do what I love what because it doesn't feel like work such a gift Thank, Thank you, you for sharing it Thank with me. you. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to close out this episode of Success by Design. You can listen on winradio.com, winradio on Apple Podcast and SoundCloud, and navarrocreativegroup.com. We will also have a very special download for you from Jenny that you can find at um, any of those uh, sites. And uh, please go ahead and download it and enjoy. And Let's wish Jenny a very happy birthday. Today is her birthday and she came in. So thank you. Thank you. Happy birthday. Thank you, sweet friend. Oh my goodness.
Even when the answers don't come